Welcome to the HHW Show podcast. I'm Ovi Wan with Hector V. It is the Hard Hitting Wrestling Show sponsored by the CNG Sports Central. And of course, you can check us out on our website, hhwshow.com. And yes, we are live. And we're only a couple of weeks away for the Royal Rumble. And things are starting to heat up. But we're just going to narrow it down just a little bit, right? Last week, we were talking about The Rock and the message he was saying about should he eat at the head of the table or sit at the head of the table. You know, he hungry and everything else. We were talking about back and forth between him and Roman Reigns and the bloodline. But let's go to the other side on Monday Night Raw where we have Cody Rhodes. We have CM Punk, Drew McIntyre. I mean, look, man, that, just them alone. And but there's a lot more that stacked on Raw that have potential of seeking for a world title. And this is what the Royal Rumble is all about. The Judgment Day. Gotta talk about the Judgment Day. And then lastly, our takeaway. And during our process, we'll have between Drew McIntyre and CM Punk. But Hector, welcome aboard. God, wrestling is, is just the segment that's just getting better and better each week. Yeah, you know, with the new year in, we're bringing in new stuff and new people, old faces, but new stories. I'm loving it. 2024 is going to start off with a big blast. I'm loving it. Yes, and uh, we're going to be mentioning Rhea Ripley a lot uh, because there's some behind the scenes that I'm just a little bit questioned. Uh, but Rhea Ripley and, uh, and Nia Jax, Face-to-face, like, are we seeing the new version of Nia Jax? Maybe so. We're looking at a whole different Nia Jax, a more aggressive Nia Jax, a more controllable, I would say, in a certain sense, before, you know, before what happened before. Mm -hmm. So this is a Nia Jax that, that, yeah, the champ is going to really have to be careful with. This is not a pushover. Because she's already taken care of Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, but Becky Lynch has some words about her going to and putting herself in entering the Royal Rumble, and her goal is to win and get back on top. You know, she she understood, uh, and I like her phrases about like the last time she got punched, she was laid out, and she was out. This time she got punched, but she was able to stand up. And is it because Nia, Nia Jax is getting weaker? Or Becky Lynch is getting stronger. And I like that because she got back up. She's still walking. And if she could do that, you know, she's already motivated. Like, you know what? I could I took a punch. Now I'm just going to go after her or anyone else that gets in my way. Um, but just because you took a punch, I mean, you still got pinned one, two, three. You take another punch. Who knows? You might get knocked out. You know what I mean? But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're stronger. And just maybe you just got lucky. Maybe so. You know, <laughs> who knows? I mean, I don't know. I think Nia Jax, you know, I don't think she pulled her punches. I mean, she's still aggressive. She's, you know, she's showing the women's division that she is the the alpha the alpha the alpha female there. Right. So, and Rhea Ripley better be careful. Because if she's not on her A game, if she's not paying attention, she could end up looking like Becky Lynch. Absolutely. And who knows if her time is limited to her losing that title because I'm liking the newer version of Nia Jax. I really am. Um, but let's move forward to the other person I enjoy the most every single time, and that is no other than R-Truth. Mm. Look, man, how many people have we been across with where – they want to be long in a group, you know, like, yo, these people are cool. I like them. And then sometimes, you, you know, you'd be like, mm, I don't know if this guy should be in my group or not. Like, uh, I don't know. You should be down with us like this. But in our true sake, a bet's a bet, don't you think? Uh, you got to be, you got to honor your bet. Seriously. You got to man up and take your losses and take your lickings away. There is, I mean, he did win, so he should be part of it. It's not like judgment day, you know, said no to the stipulation. Right. So technically he is a part of the member. So, yeah. yeah. 
and Damian Priest is, is is loving it at a certain point until <laughs> until their counterparts went ahead and lost their match. Oh my god, and that did not suit well for the rest of the Judgment Day. But if you take a look at R Truth and his pictures, I mean, look, I thought that I was seeing a documentary of R Truth, <laughs> and this documentary was. Like the opposite, okay? I laughed so hard. You can see R2 right here on this picture wearing or carrying on over his shoulder the 24-7 belt. And it's like every every picture with Judgment Day, he had a green screen in it and put himself in it, okay? <laughs> um, everybody got the titles except for DM for some reason. Um, <laughs> then we look at this next picture. And this is so crazy because he's like Judgment Day. But that was the old uh, pay-per-view event from like the old school days with Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. Uh, but he managed to put his face on that cover. Yeah. Yeah, he did. That's just hilarious. Very hilarious. Um, the WrestleMania moment where Rhea Ripley's pointing at it. She's going to Hollywood <laughs> and stuff. And there goes our truth. Like, for real? Like, this is happening. Like he was there. Yeah, maybe we missed something when she did point. You know, we were so yeah. focused on her pointing to the sign. We probably missed it. And he's just reminding us what really happened. Yeah. <laughs> and here they are in the middle of the ring, adjusted to go. the crowd. Everybody got their belts. And, of course, the opposite shoulder, R-Truth, carrying the 24-7 title. I mean, this is, like, beyond, like, okay. You know, and Damian Priest is laughing. Everyone else is just getting mad about it. I mean, y'all, you gotta have some fun, man. Put put some some comedy into this. You know what I mean? Like this is this is best for me. I mean, I I'm loving this. You know, I'm it, I love the humor. It is hilarious, and I and, and I can't fault Judgment Day for taking it. You know, taking things seriously. You know, not taking him serious because they have they have goals. You know what I'm saying? And they try and defend their goal. They're golden. They're trying to stay on top, and they feel like he's being a distraction, which maybe he is. Maybe he's, you know. But but if it's a well, okay, hold on for a second. You cannot always be serious and so gold driven that. Uh, let's put it this way: it's okay to have a laugh. Right. It's okay to have a good time when you're doing things. Right. But being so serious, being so like anal about this is what I gotta do, this this is it, we rule and everything else. Sometimes things don't fall in place the way it's supposed to. And, and if I, you just I, sit back and relax, enjoy, and still follow your goals, I mean, eventually you're going to accomplish them. Yeah, and and I and I agree with what you're saying, but I don't think Judgment Day is seeing it that way. Their mantra is to be on top with every everything that they possibly could hold on to. And they feel like our truth is being that distraction, you know, and it well, could according be to our truth. I mean, look, <laughs> he, he did speak to the doctor. Yeah. Okay. He, he spoke he did, to yeah. the doctor and he, he yeah. said when he grows up, he wants to be a member of the judgment day. Yeah, he did. Okay. So I believe the story, man. I really do. You got to believe the hype sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well let's let's see if we could believe because, this hype because, because he did because he didn't know them since he was they were babies, right? They all grew up together. Oh, did I not show the babies? No, they all grew up together. Oh yeah, where did I put the babies at? Man, yeah. that was a beautiful picture. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. they didn't come out. So our truth knew them all. Knew all. Of them no, no, no. Them. I gotta post that picture now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let, me, that, let me let me bring that, that back. That's something the viewers need to understand. That our truth and the Judgment Day they knew each other when they yeah. were growing up as kids, and you know they 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 did everything together. You know they learned how to crawl. They know how to walk together. They learned how to poop diapers together. I don't know about that pooping together <laughs> stuff, man. I mean, good lord. But yeah, you got an actual point there, man. And I got it. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at that, man. All right. First of all, that is pretty unique mm -hmm. to find pictures that come close to the judgment day. And if I'm not mistaken, that second picture right there is that Rhea Ripley? It has to be Rhea Ripley. Which one's Rhea Ripley? The second one, right? The next, the one next to Finn Balor, I would think it is. Finn Balor's the left. 
the far yes. left. The one with the big beard. Yeah. That yeah, kid, if, that if, kid if came Damian, out with a full, full head of beard. <laughs> Damian Priest is the far right. He has to be. Yeah. And but then it has the to be one? it has to be Dominic, I would believe. Mm. Mm. He don't even look Mexican. I know. <laughs> oh I know. man. And of course, that, our truth with the mic, he's saying, what's up? <laughs> looking like Millie Vanilli back there. Oh, no. <laughs> Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. But listen, man. Uh, it's legit that he wants to be in the Judgment Day and... The rest of the crew are not having it. And who knows what could happen next week after the loss that J.D. McDonough did. Um, that kind of probably going to change the narrative. Things are probably get more serious, but we'll see. Uh, but the other thing is, is that our truth was celebrating with the Miz after the Miz won. So right. it's like, this is crazy. Like you're cheering for J.D. And then when the people were saying J.D. suck and he's just ramping the whole crowd over and over again i'm like oh come on man but uh hey on a serious note um whether that's legit or not what's not legit for both of these superstar is these guys drew mcintyre and cm punk they had some word exchange at the opening of raw and both both of them and uh, I'm, I'm leaning on cm Punk's side on this one because drew mcintyre is trying to establish a valid point about leadership and CM Punk is like one I had never called myself a leader. I did my thing. I mean, I'm the one that walked away from the business. You know what I mean? So there was some good pointers there. But for Drew McIntyre, it I think it's a far stretch of him trying to find more excuses about what happened before he left WWE the first time actually he got let go. Um and yet, in reality, things weren't went downhill personally, and his career was dragged along with it. But he came back, new and improved. He was a world champion. Two things he said correctly was one: during the pandemic, he was a champion. He made event at WrestleMania. He did everything without the crowd. The crowd is back. He doesn't have a title, and he wants that glory. Okay. Uh, and that's something that was missing. On the other side, CM Punk wants to finish the story of his own, right? He walked away after the Royal Rumble, never came back. Now he's back in the picture where he left off. So let's see what happens there. But do you agree with these two that could these two be potentially being the final four, yet maybe the final two superstars in the ring at the Royal Rumble? I mean, CM Punk is really making us really believe it. He speaks, he makes his words really believable. He's been doing that from the from the very beginning when he became a WWE superstar before he left the first time until coming back the second time here. This man, when he speaks, he makes it believable. And I could believe that this these two could be the last, one of the final, these two could be in the final four at the end of it all. I, I believe they can. They're mm. going to get rid of everybody and every obstacle in the Royal Rumble just to get to each other and probably save each other to get to, get to each other. You know, and there was something else that CM Punk said that I, I, I take it to heart because we deal with it in everyday life. You know, he mm -hmm. said the only person that can stop him is himself. You Correct. Know? And so he, to me, I feel like he was referencing back to the days when, you know, he always put his foot in his mouth. He may, he may have spoken the truth about things, but mm -hmm. it was his approach on how he, how he, you know, conducted the business with his words. And so he put himself in a predicament to where people didn't like him, but they had to respect what he was saying. And so I think he had to take a, a step back in a reality check to figure out that, hey, you know, what I did, how I what I did probably wasn't the wrong thing, but how I did it was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he probably wasn't the right leader for Drew McIntyre to look up to. But you know, why would he be? There's so many other superstars. Why was it just CM Punk? I mean, John Cena was there. 
Sheamus was still there. Like there was a lot of superstars there. Why? Why narrow it down to CM Punk? Well, it could be maybe because how he spoke. You know, he 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 grabbed everybody's attention, not only the crowd but mm-hmm. the locker room. He grabbed their attention, and whether it was real or it wasn't real, he made you listen to what he had to say. I mean, he grabs John Cena's attention and probably the only one that can handle John Cena in, on the mic skills, right. you know, word for word. He's probably the only one. But yeah, you know, sometimes you got to, if you feel like you need to find a mentor, you need to go looking for the right person, not just a random person. And, you know, for him to say that he is the demon, you know, because he said he went to Randy Orton, right, to look to look for mentorship, but Randy Orton said, I'm dealing with a lot of demons and for him to right. call and for him to call CM Punk, the demon, you know, that that's kind of a bold statement there. I mean, right. I mean, I don't know. He, he, he probably wasn't the right person, the right choice to look forward to as, as a locker room leader, a mentor, or someone to look up to, to help you, you know, I was down with the ice cream bars and stuff like that, that he was trying to point out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uh, but besides that, I, I think I understand that when it comes to merchandises, when it comes to everything else, that in a sense, they didn't do enough probably to promote everybody equally to get their shares, right? There was a lot of favoritism. And, and in business, everywhere you go, there's always favoritism. Yes. Yeah. You know, you can't dodge that. There's not like a go-to person or you try to do things equally. Sometimes... You just know someone that's going to do the job right. So you count on that person. Look, I trust this guy. I like his work ethic compared to somebody else. He might right. get the job done, but not the way I want things run. You know what I mean? Everyone got a different flavor. And yeah. that's probably why CM Punk was upset about at the very beginning, you know, for his first run. You know, he wasn't happy. He didn't like the direction. You know what I mean? Everyone is being catered up here but over here down here everyone's busting their ass trying to work hard right and they're not getting anywhere okay so yeah he was trying to be the voice but at the same time he had a reputation of being himself because in that business is business it's not about friendship and everything else you're supposed to do your job and get paid and he wants to get more money and that's totally understandable yeah no i i agree i mean it seems like he pointed out everything that the business was doing wrong, maybe. And, but he wasn't to me giving the solutions on how he can correct the, correct the situations and help elevate himself and other superstars to, to be, you know, those top merchandise sellers and the ice cream Mm -hmm. bars or whatever the case may be. You know, (laughs) he was just always out there just running his mouth and it seems like complaining, you know, about what was going on. And that's why sometimes I, when he talked, they cut his mic off. Well, in, in, in a sense, you've been saying the same thing about, oh, here comes the Royal Rumble. Why these guys that's probably should be retired coming back in the ring? Why are they doing this? They're taking a spot from somebody else. CM Punk mentioned that years ago. Like, why is The Rock coming back to main event WrestleMania where I'm busting my butt off to try to get to the promised land myself. Now I can't because I'm being blocked from somebody. You know what and I mean? So, and so, so, I, right. so in that case, with him leaving mm-hmm. and coming back, is that an okay excuse for him to be coming back and maybe supposedly taking somebody else's spot? Because he's been out for 10 years. Right, but he's been wrestling still. It's right. not like he, he was absent and then was doing nothing. Right. I mean, he was with AEW. It was independent scenes and everything else, the Ring of Honor. He even took the chance of doing, uh, you know, MMA. Right. I mean, can we say the same thing with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley? I mean, they left and came back. But, you know, it's different. It's different like like The Rock or John Cena. Now they, they have a different career path. You know what I mean? But they still sell. You see what I'm saying? CM Punk sells. And, and, Bro, and I'm Rock a, sells, John Cena sells. So, like, those three right there should be exempt and be like, oh, they're blocking mm-hmm. my path. Well, if they're blocking your path, what are you doing to make yourself better to be in that level? 
Yeah, you no, see I know. I'm saying I, I get what you're mm-hmm. saying. I, I feel like CM Punk's situation. I'm not trying to defend CM Punk, but I feel his no. situation is a little bit different than The Rock and John Cena because I, I've always had a problem with that. Right? You've always mm-hmm. known that. I've always voiced my opinion about you always taking somebody's spot, just like what you're saying. CM Punk said. But CM Punk coming back, I think it was one of those things that he had to leave and regroup and reorganize his thoughts, his actions, his attitudes, his way of doing business and learning, maybe being retrained on how to deal with the business the right way and then Mm -hmm. come back to the situation and say, hey, let's have a sit down. I feel like I'm a little more mature now. Can we resolve this issue and try to, you know, pick up what we left off at, if all possibility? Because I think right. now he does re- recognize it that he I think is everybody goes through that, though. Everybody goes through right. that in some way or form. Right. You make a mistake. You, you, you make poor choices. And when you realize the things that you've done, you always wish like, can I go back and redo that over again? And of course you can't because right, it's right. already happened. Exactly. But we could learn from our mistakes and move on forward and don't let that repeat itself. And make it better for yourself and for everybody else around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so in that case, listen, we, you, we understand CM Punk's point of view, but can we understand Drew McIntyre's? Is he that denial of what he has done to himself? Because I feel like he still doesn't understand that the words that CM Punk is saying is really about him. Because like he said, is the only one that's stopping him is himself. So Drew McIntyre falls in that category because if he wasn't over his head, he could have got a clean pin and become a world champion. But instead, he's standing in the middle of the ring without a championship belt around his waist. Right. And what kind of value? you know, a validation is it going to be if he, if he becomes champion in front of the crowd, the crowd probably not going to even like him right now, the way he's no. acting. And so how, so that's not going to even be worth even being a champion at this point. Look, he did something that was very difficult to do during the COVID era, the COVID time. Okay. Right. And I commend him for that. You went mm-hmm. out there and won a title without the crowd. I can imagine how hard it is to, you know, conduct business without a crowd, something that you're used to doing, in a business like they're doing. And he did it without without that. And I right. commend him for that. But he has to get over it, dude. It was a time in, in, in our world's life that things happen, but yet you were still given the opportunity to be a champion and you became champion. Stop it already. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like he's playing the woe is me situation and he's digging himself into a hole. That he's Don't that remind to- you of somebody else? Mm. Remember Christian? Yes. One more try. Was it what? What was his favorite saying? Was it one more try or one more chance? I think it's like one more chance or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he always kept saying, but he's always bragging about me. He didn't care about nobody else, and you know, it's always about him. Yeah, you know, and and again, it's okay. He's a one man show. He wants to be in front. I get it, and it's a t- because once you lose that match, it's hard to climb back up because everybody else is hungry to take that spot. Right. Right. So he's doing whatever he can, but here's a curveball for you. I'm going to show you right here. You have Rhea Ripley and Drew McIntyre. Okay. And let me see what's the next. Then you just look at this picture here. Damian Priest is the Money in the Bank winner who still hasn't yet successfully defended it, or shall I say cashed in. But Damian Priest's attitude of wanting to get even with Drew McIntyre seems to be eating his way. And then I'm going to go back here because Real Ripley's always found a way to keep quiet or trying to minimize the situation between Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest. Why is that? Is there something that we're missing? It could be. She's... I think she's trying to manipulate this whole situation. She's probably trying to find a way to get Damian Priest out and bring in Drew McIntyre in. Sometimes in life, you know, we listen to the wrong people. We listen to the wrong voices, right? Because, but at that moment, the way we're feeling, however, we're whatever we're dealing with in life, that voice is what's making sense to us at that moment. And whatever she's saying is making sense to him because he's not in the right state of mind in the place that he's at right now. 
and and I think Priest Damian Priest sees it. I think that he sees it and he's trying to fix it or try to take care of the situation himself with well he wants to take care of the situation. He wants to get at Drew Mac uh Drew McIntyre. Rear Rip is not it's it's avoiding and so it's supposedly whatever other stuff is happening that Rear Ripley had to go to, uh, to the general manager to fix something for next week. I'm just curious to see what that is. Okay. And Drew McIntyre really didn't like, he just called him out just a little bit saying that he was stupid enough that he should have waited until he won mm-hmm. because Drew McIntyre was vulnerable right. that he could have took advantage and then win the title. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, why would you give somebody an advice like that and not say, dude, why are you interfering? Like, he just wants to be the champion and don't want to get rid of that title to no one. He wants to be like Roman Reigns. Pretty much. Everybody wants to be like Roman Reigns. They want to hold that title consecutively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something brewing there. And I hope it's soon and not later. Yeah, and if Rhea Ripley doesn't get things in order, and she and she takes her focus off the Nia Jax and the Royal Rumble, she's gonna wind up losing that belt. They could all be losing their belts, yeah. and the last man that's probably laughing is gonna be Damian Priest winning that world title after he cashes in. But then again, that's a big if. Well, that oh, I was thinking maybe our truth getting the last laugh because he could be manipulating this whole situation, trying to. F- Seeing that everybody's been failing at trying to get to the judgment day, who else better to do it than him with his comical ways and making making us believe that he really wants to be with judgment day, but he's really slowly picking the bones and getting them because look what happened to to D, with, with them on Monday. DYI beat them, right? And so well, it was a one-on-one match. It wasn't a tag team match. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Champa versus uh, JD, and Champa came out victorious. No, I'm sorry. No, no, he beat I Finn lied. Balor. He pinned Finn Balor. Right. He pinned Finn Balor. Now, here's another thing. There was no distraction there. Well, it kind of was. In one sense. Um, what's his name? He was on the outside after Damian Priest went over to the table. Um. Gargano? Gargano, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I mean. So, it's just that I don't see D.Y. I think those, those are the little things that might add up to bigger things later down the road. Yeah. So that's a little bit right there. <laughs> Damian Priest, you wasn't there for Finn Balor. You're getting distracted. Right. You're not focused. Yeah. You personally let him lose. And then we don't got Dominic with a title. You got J.D. McDonough still running around focusing on our truth or the Miz. You know, it's ever just... since our truth came in the picture, J.D. has not won a match. Right, and the Judgment Day has just been dis- dislodged every yeah. single week. It seems like. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm just curious to see what direction they will move forward. Right. I would love to see something happening at the Royal Rumble, or it could be sooner. But then again, next week. Seth freaking Rollins is defending his championship belt against uh, Jinder Mahal, mm-hmm. right? Could we see a new champion? And then if so, Seth Rollins could enter himself in the Royal Rumble. And then we could see who's the final four there because he hates CM Punk. He could be that oh. guy. Watch this. He could be that guy that would disrupt CM Punk for reaching to main event WrestleMania. Just saying. Yeah, and Drew McIntyre at the same time, yeah. But here we go. Here's another storyline is that Seth freaking Rollins did a promo saying that he's never went to WrestleMania as a champion. Right. Yes, he did. He did say that. So, all right. Let's move on here. Uh, because again, this one is all over social media. A uh, bully Ray says this on the busted open radio and you tell me you agree or disagree, but he says, Cody Rhodes wins the Royal rumble rock versus Roman reigns at elimination chamber. The rock wins rock is your new undisputed champion. Cody versus Roman versus the rock at WrestleMania. Cody pins the rock. 
you now have two opponents for Cody that he never beat. He never beat Randy Orton. He never beat Roman. Come Coming out of Mania, Cody has two main event caliber opponents. Do you think that is logical, and do you think that would happen? No, I don't think it's logical. I don't think it's going to happen. Look, we got a lot of heavy hitters here. Okay, we got a lot of heavy hitters to talk about. So there's a lot of different scenarios that we can try to place here. And Bully Ray's just being one of us and trying to put the pieces together and hopefully hoping that one of us, as far as wrestling fans, is going to mm-hmm. be right and say, I told you so, this is the scenario. We can come up with a thousand and one different ways of how this is all going to play out. But I think at the end of the day, Roman Reigns is going to walk away from all these obstacles and still stay heavyweight champion for the time being i mean right. i'm liking it i'm loving it I mean, as far as you know all these people you know i don't like the rock coming back okay mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a, i'm not a fan of that but look i wasn't a fan of edge coming back and look what happened there you know right. roman reigns still took him down john cena tried to do his comeback i didn't like that but roman reigns still put him in his place so you know whether or not you like what roman reigns is doing as a champion you have to respect the fact that his longevity and however he's defending it, however many times he's defending it, it's becoming successful. And we're, we as fans, we wanted to see more. So do we mm-hmm. want to see against The Rock, against Cody Rose? Well, he's fixing to be stuck in a fatal four-way match, it seems like. He ain't going to get himself uh, out. I think one. he did that by purpose. So, I think that, he did that by purpose. And I think that's protecting Randy Orton mostly than anybody. No, else. I think it's protecting Roman Reigns because – I want I want Randy Orton and Orton will RKO him mean, and that's a wrap. I'm, yeah, I, I said it from before when he came out. I think Randy Orton is probably the one that could take him out. And he I'm not gonna, the legend killer. I'm not right? going to disagree with that, but I'm not going to say I'm not going to agree with the fact that it's going to happen now. No. So I think if that happened one on one at the Royal Rumble, he would have beaten mm-hmm. Roman. He would he would have beaten Randy Orton. I think he yeah. would have. I think he would have. Oh, uh, let me see. You mentioned something that that caught an eye, and and I wrote and I added this bullet on the uh, HHW show website. And you mentioned about Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns has defeated opponents, uh, dating back to the Royal Rumble of two thousand two. Okay, he defeated Triple H, Brock Lesnar. The one that you could avoid is in two thousand four because Chris Benoit won that one, right? And uh, Sally with the tragic and everything else. Uh, he passed away. Um, he beat Bautista, Rey Mysterio, The Undertaker, John Cena. He beat Randy Orton, Edge. Did he beat Alberto Del Rio, though? No. Uh, I don't think so. No, uh, I don't think so. No, that um, but then, the, then he beat Sheamus. Right. And there's a lot of repeats after that. Okay. And of course, he beat Drew McIntyre. Uh, I didn't. Uh, did he wrestle Shinsuke Nakamura? I think that so. Sound, he, if he has, it doesn't sound. Oh, that, I gotta. I gotta look that one up. That one don't sound familiar, but. Uh, but the thing is, is that pretty much everyone that he had faced, he defeated them all, right? Right, and. Edge. Could it be somebody different to win the Royal Rumble? Maybe we just didn't see it coming. Because Roman Reigns is not the type of person that wants to have a rematch with someone because he's like, I already beat you. So I'm always thinking about what he has been saying. It's like, why do I need to wrestle you again if I already beat you? So is there someone out there that he hasn't beaten that have potentially could win the Royal Rumble? Well, we then we go back to CM Punk, but CM Punk's not focusing on Roman Reigns. He's focusing on Seth Rollins. And, I mean, I, I see what you're saying as far as Rollins dropping that belt and entering the Royal Rumble, but that, to me, doesn't make sense to drop the title to somebody like Jinder Mahal. You know, uh, he, he's going into yeah. WrestleMania as the champion. He's going to stay champion, mm-hmm. at least to that far out. And if he's going to mm-hmm. lose it, he may lose it then because right. he's got a lot of he's got a big target on his back also, as well as Roman Reigns. But it seems like everybody's more focusing on going after Seth Rollins than they are Roman Reigns. You know, but you're right. I mean, it is tough to pick. But that is something that we're made to believe in 
was not the case that if Cody Rhodes do it, that he goes after Roman Reigns. He's not going after Seth Rollins. No, he's not. He's not. Because he already beat him. Right. And you're right. I mean, I think, you know, if, if I'm a champion and I already beat you, you have to get to the back of the line and earn that 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 spot again. You can't just jump in there and think you're going to get it. Let Cody Rhodes go after AJ Styles. Let him get in the ring with Randy Orton. Have that one-on-one match or maybe mm-hmm. an elimination chamber match. Whatever you want. But he's going to have to earn it once again if you even want to think about getting in the ring with the Tribal Chief once again. I'm mm. just saying, he, the Roman Reigns got a point. He's done beating everybody that he stepped in the ring with. Well, to to on that note, um, Roman Reigns has never defeated Shinsuke Nakamura during his championship run. He has defeated him, and the last time he wrestled was October 15th, 2021, and that was a tribute to the troops. Mm. So... Well, Shinsuke, I think he's trying to recover after what Cody Rhodes did to him in that street fight. Oh, yeah. 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 That was bad. <laughs> that was really, really bad. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. with, with, with with Orton and LA Knight and AJ Styles on SmackDown, I think that's good for business. We have to sep- We have to make SmackDown relevant, I think, because Raw is just literally the brand that's taken over, you know, mm-hmm. TV ratings with all the superstars you got on there. Okay, right. so if you don't put the superstars on SmackDown to challenge Roman Reigns, then right. Roman is going to continue being champion until the end of times, pretty much the way it's going. Mm-hmm. You know, we I think there has to be some kind of really truly big buildup, like we're seeing with Seth Rollins. Okay, because it's more believable that Seth Rollins is going to lose that belt before Roman Reigns. Yeah, it, it, I it's, it's, it's more believable. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Um, Okay. Two questions. Question number one. You ready? As of right now, and of course, you're going to change your mind during the prediction show and stuff like that. Who will be your final four superstars? I would say right now, with the way things are going, I mean, like you said, I could change it. I would say Drew McIntyre, CM Punk will be there. Mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes will be there. And yeah, I know we've discussed this and you made me think long and hard about it, but I think Sami Zayn could be that wild card. Someone that mm. we're not talking about. Someone that you mentioned, but nobody's really talking about that's just been kind of on the sidelines, kind of quiet. So you made me a believer on that and I could see that happening. Just to have that that possibility that he could do it. Mm. So... That reminds me, and I'm trying to do some research here at the same time. Mm-hmm. When has Sami Zayn, lo- when did he lose to Roman Reigns? And the only thing I could think of, oh, yeah, he did lose to him. It was in uh, Friday Night SmackDown, December 3rd, 2021, for the Universal Championship. Right. He gave him yeah. a title. Okay. Show, yeah. he, gave, he, he made him tap out. Okay, um, as of right now, and this is all depending on when Roman Reigns defends his title at the Royal Rumble. If it's not, if it's the first event, and I'm going to assume it is, okay, um, I got Randy Orton in the Final Four. You made a, you made a stat about how many people made it to the Final Four. Randy Orton is the top of the list. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone will take him out. Randy Orton, L.A. Knight. Right now. As of right now for right. SmackDown. Right. And Raw, Cody Rhodes, and Sami Zayn. But I know CM Punk is there. Right. Okay. And when he left, he didn't make the final four. But Punk was the fourth one out. He was number 27 uh, to get eliminated. Okay? So if CM Punk is in the final four, that will out Sami Zayn. And then you have Cody Rhodes, CM Punk. And no, I'm not including Drew McIntyre. I think Drew McIntyre will not make the final four. I think because of his status and constantly losing, 
mm. then he does not deserve to be in the final four. That's just me. Um, but if he were to make it, if he would make it to the final four, then I would say that Drew McIntyre is the guy that they will eliminate him to win the Royal Rumble. I can see that happening. But yeah. Ro- Drew McIntyre is not winning the Royal Rumble. No, no, definitely not. Mm-mm. I agree with that. Um, oh, let me see some surprises. Jay Uso is a big surprise. Jay Uso is up there, but for some odd reason, we have this guy, huge. I think he's he's part of the family, ain't he? Who's that big dude? Bronson Reed. Is he part of the family, or no? no. no. You got no relations to them. He's not part of any of that. Okay, that I, I I read something about him. Like if he was to go up to join the bloodline, but I was like, I don't know if they're related or not. No, no. Oh. The last time I've seen an interview with the Usos, they did not mention him in that bloodline whatsoever. Mm. No, no cousin relation or nothing. Uh matter of fact, definitely not because <laughs> I can see why. <clears throat> uh his real name is Jermaine Haley. Can you believe that? And uh he's Australian. I like Bronson Reed better. Bronson <laughs> Reed. <laughs> yeah, let's he's just, Australian. Yeah. So yeah, let's just leave it at okay. that. Okay, but he stepped up to Jay Uso. Could we see a possible future match between Jay Uso and Bronson Reed? That would be good. That'll be good. I, but again, Jay Uso's using that name, main event Uso. Could he? Can can he main event? I mean, y'all, you called me crazy. I think both of you and Frank called me crazy. I felt like he could be the one that takes down Roman Reigns. I mean, if he's going to use that name, mm-hmm. okay, and I know he's on Raw, but we always can transition over to SmackDown. He could be that one to be the, the new I still editor. think that he will go to, to SmackDown. And Maybe. the reason being is he's going to have to go head-to-head against his brother. Yeah. But I think it's good that he's away from them right now on the other brand, on the Raw brand, so he mm-hmm. can do his thing solo, you know, by himself, one on one, and and prove to everybody that he can do it by himself. And right now he's doing it. I think he's got the crowd on his side. He's mm-hmm. doing a great job on his own. And I think eventually transition him back over there, like you said, take on his brother, both his brothers, before you get to the head of the table. Right. I'm curious to see how they're gonna do this elimination chamber, also, <laughs> right. or. Or could the storyline between Jay and Jimmy happen during the Royal Rumble? Mm. That they go face-to-face, everyone clears out, and then they go at it. Yeah. And that will build up to the WrestleMania and the dream match that they themselves always wanted since they were little kids. Yeah, let's just throw Solo in the Mac too. All three brothers nah. in, the, in the Royal Rumble. Nah, not happening. And, and Jay can give him a super kick. You Probably get the father kick. will get involved, and yeah. then after the match, they'll hug it out, and the Usos come back together. Yeah. I can see that happening. Because what directions are they both going? Jimmy's still in Roman Reigns' shadow. Mm-hmm. Jay is finally on his own. He wants to be a champion. His goal is to be a champion. Bronson Reed is trying to block him from doing that because he's his goal is to be champion. Right. Everybody wants to be a champion. Yeah. But now, not, but not everybody can hold the gold. Everybody could be a champion in their own way, but you can't right. hold the gold. Jay Uso versus Guter for the Intercontinental Championship sounds like a match for me. That'd be a match in the ages right there. If you can have anybody dethrone Guter and mm-hmm. you want somebody to take over the reins, why not? Right. right. He would look good um, with, a, with a solo title. He would. Let's switch it around for the Royal Rumble on the woman's side of the house. Uh, Seth, uh, Seth Rollins, excuse me, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Rhea Ripley is the woman's champion on Raw. And then you got EO Sky on SmackDown. Any preference as to who you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? All right now, I mean, I, I would think Nia Jax would be that favorite. Mm. I would think she is. But if I disagree. Okay. I disagree. I'm gonna go for my favorite superstar. I'm gonna go for Bailey. I think <clears throat> Bailey winning the Royal Rumble is a better storyline 
Okay, and I don't even think she's ever won the Royal Rumble. No, she hasn't, and that would be awesome. I would not hate you for that at all if you was got that right. Seriously, right. She, I think she deserves it. I, I really do. It. And I think she'll turn her back on the group that she made because, yeah, she's saying, oh, I'm going to go after Rhea Ripley. But I just don't see the connection between the two because we already got the Nia Jax and Rhea Ripley in the middle of the ring. Right. I want that to happen. If why else did Nia Jax defeat Becky Lynch? Yeah, um, I'm just saying. No, I hear you. You know, Bailey eliminates Becky Lynch in the final four. Probably so. I'm loving it. Okay. Um, we'll talk about the final four real quick because right now I guess I can see Nia Jax being there, Becky Lynch. Um, Zoe Starks seems like a promised one, but she's a tag team partner, so yeah. I'm gonna cancel her out, right? Um, let me see. Shotzi is doing good behind the scenes, she's on low. Charlotte Flair will be out of action, yep. she's gone for the next nine months again, right? Um, mm-hmm. but then you also have Bianca Belair. I gotta respect that. That Bianca Belair is probably the one that's going to be in the final four. So you got Bianca Belair, Bailey. Nia Jax and Becky Lynch. Those four superstars will be in the final four. Now, if there's a Hall of Famer that comes out of nowhere, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Um, aren't we always every year? It seems like there's always gotta be that one because the Hall of Famer is always gonna be that person that's gonna be in the final four. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want that. No, stop. No, no, I don't either. I don't wanna know. Okay, I can't sing, but right. Anyways, um, but, the, but this whole this whole thing with Jay Cargill, where mm-hmm. is going on here? Is she going to surprise us at the Royal Rumble? She might be the one that takes out Bianca Belair, and of course, I'm waiting for surprises. There's so many surprises because as big up. as strong as she looks, as big as she is, her and Nia Jax face to face will be something else mm. in that in that ring. Look. I know we're talking about the woman's side, but there's one thing I forgot on the men's side. Andrade. That would be a big surprise. And I would love to see him on SmackDown and join Selena Vega. Vega needs to be a manager. She was the boss. She was famed, especially during COVID. She had it made. She needs to come back. She needs to regroup and be in charge of the faction of the LWO or whatever name they want to come up with, right? I think it's best for her because she was doing it with Andrade. She was doing it with uh, um, Austin Theory. Okay. Uh, Who else was over there? Um, It's not Umberto. It was the other guy. Um, The one that's always blowing kisses. Yeah. Yeah, his partner. Angel. Angel Angel Garza. Garza. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, we missed out on that. There was a lot of changes after that. You know what I mean? So um, I wish that could happen. But, you know, second time of the charm usually doesn't happen that great. Um, just like we're seeing uh, AOP again with Paul Ellering. Let's see if that something's going to happen. Will Paul Ellering get, get the boot again? Um, it's just crazy like that, right? Because he's always been in that position. Um, what else? Yeah, I mean, I just don't see any other female superstar that could grasp it. Uh, Bailey, I think, uh, not Bailey, uh, Asuka will be in it, of course. But the Kabuki Warriors are focused on being tag team champions. Yeah. Uh, but there ain't that many superstars in the women's side of the house. No. Now, are we going to see more NXT superstars entering the Royal Rumble? Are we going to see like last year? That they went ahead, uh, got from a different promotion uh, to come into the Royal Rumble. I I hope not, but but I'd rather see stars like from NXT to jump in that Royal Rumble and see and elevate themselves. Can they match up with the with the superstars in the main roster? I would like to see Ava in that Royal Rumble. I bet that, you do. That would be awesome. And go face to face, just. Face to face with Nia Jax, you know, eye to eye. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see what we got, fam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ava is more of a general manager, right? And she like the assistant 
in the NXT for Shawn Michaels. So she hey. looked at things that differently. And then I mentioned Paul Heyman has something to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's why The Rock wants to sit at the table. He can sit at the table, but the other end of the table. Well, I tell you what. And I tell you this right now. Thief. If The Rock comes back and he says something about his daughter, then I'm all in. You don't mess with my daughter. Don't mess with my kid. It had nothing to do with you. I raised my daughter. Don't don't give advice to my daughter. Yeah, I would use that storyline in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But that's Paul Heyman, not Roman Reigns, though. I don't care. But Paul Heyman, he's associated with Roman Reigns. Hey, Roman, you better control your man. Oh, Roman could do that. Man. He could, he'll give him another Superman punch like he's done in the past. <laughs> That's not a problem. He'll put him in his place. No problem. I remember that. <laughs> but uh, look, man, I think this is the year that there's a lot of talent going on for the Royal Rumble. I'm excited. This is really like, this ain't a Vince McMahon type of deal where we could predict who's going to be in the final four. This is hard. Yeah. But what makes it harder is my last question before we go. Mm. What number entry that will make entries that will make it to the top four? Because in our prediction, we're going to name our top four superstars and our top four numbers. Like we're playing the lottery. I got a better chance of hitting the lottery than hitting this. <laughs> Ah, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. <laughs> so, I, I, I wish I had a pattern, okay? And I'll start with the men's side of the house because <clears throat> when a number one wins the, the the Royal Rumble, okay, it's always a high number that wins it the year after. For example... Well, let's take it back to the very first time it happened, and that was in 1995. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels was number one, and he won it, okay? Mm -hmm. And on that note, number two was the runner-up, okay? The British Bulldog was the runner-up. And the following year, Shawn Michaels won it, but he was number 18. The runner-up was ranked number 22. Okay, then this fast forward to Chris Benoit in 2004. He was number one. The runner up was number 24. The following year, Batista won. He was number 28 and number 25 was John Cena. Okay. Uh, fast forward to this uh, 2021 edge was number one. And Randy Orton was number two. And there were the two final ones in the Royal Rumble, Edge won. The following year, Brock Lesnar and Cody Rose both were number 30. So, I'm just saying, who do you think, what numbers do you think could populate and win the Royal Rumble? You know, I want to go think outside the box here and, and say that there's going to be a number that has never won it before. A number of slot that's never won it. And because we, like you said, we've gotten a lot of multiple numbers, you know, multiple winners at certain numbers. And so I know 20, well, I think I know 27 has been a popular number also for some reason. Well, 27, one, I'll tell you right now, one, two, mm. three, four times number 27 won. And they won it back to back, I believe. The number 27 has won it back to back. Uh, I think I yes, want to say it was Yokozuna and Bret Hart. Right. So number that's 27. So I want to I, I want to think differently here. Okay. Well, the had, first hold on. The first one to win number 27 was Big John Stud. Right, right. Okay. Um, but I got about the numbers here. One, two, three, four, five. Number 30 has won it five times. Okay. Can you believe number 26 has never won? See? So you can look at a number like that. Because Number 21 has never won. Number 20 never won. Uh, let's go even to the smaller numbers. Uh, number four has never won. 
number six and seven and nine, 11, 12, 13, 15, 17, 2021. 20, I said that already. Mm -hmm. 26. And that's it. Those are the numbers that have never won the Royal Rumble. Could that be the first this year? And then it I could. said to myself, well, CM Punk hasn't wrestled. See, he wrestled one time in MSG, right? Could he be number 29? Yeah. Because I think with the men's, the number 30 has won it back-to-back -back these last two years. It's not going to be number 30. Right. Yet. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Right. right. Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes, <clears throat> those were the big surprise. Matter of fact, Brock Lesnar came in and took over number 30 because he lost that match early. He lost the title to Bobby Lashley. Right. And so, then it was it was a 2021, I think it was, mm -hmm. when Edge won as number one. And that was the right. year that you did the lotto numbers and everything, and I drew number one and – and right. number two, and I had Edge and Randy Orton, the first two mm -hmm. in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So, so I yeah, want to yeah. give up before you do, I want to give a big shout out to uh Toby Thomas. Uh apologies for now catching up to the comments. Uh big shout out to you. Thank you for your support here on the HHW show. And also Kyle Robinson. Hey, what's up, my friend? Uh, he met him at Northeast Wrestling. We always sat each other. Uh, we had season tickets there watching all the good stuff. So, uh, what's up? I hope that we get get connected soon. We're hoping that the Northeast Wrestling comes back, hopefully in the near future. Uh, there's some big surprises coming up on that, but I won't spoil it. I I just wait till they publish that in their website. Um, but continue on to the Royal Rumble. Um, I must I'm gonna stick with the even numbers. Okay. Okay. And and I will start off with 28, 26. Okay. 24 and 22, my final four. As of right now, my final four uh, numbers leading into the Royal Rumble. Hmm. Okay. I like I like the number 23. I've always been fascinated with that number. I think Randy Orton has even won that at a, at that number at one time. I want to go with it's a number been, like it's been won twice so far. And, and I want to go. I want to go with twenty six. Right. Twenty six has not never won it, so I want to go with a number that's never won it. Okay. You know, I think there's a good chance that eventually, before before our time on this planet, we're going to see every number win a Royal Rumble. I doubt eventually. It. Hey, why not? <laughs> if if the create if I was part of the creative team, I'd be like, look, this is a suggestion. Hmm. Let's pick the numbers that never won it. Let's put a. I think I need to go number. on DraftKings and and, and, uh, and play the numbers. <laughs> Right? What are the odds of this number winning, regardless of the superstar? But then again, if if that number draws out and a certain super, you already know. Oh man, he's gonna lose. Like I don't want right. Santino Morello to to come out and uh and be number twenty six. <laughs> and he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. <laughs> he wasn't ready. <laughs> but Kyle, thank you. <laughs> so I, I said 23, 26. I'm gonna go with a low number. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take okay. a, I'm gonna take a shot here at the number seven. Lucky number seven here. We're gonna That's go my lucky number. We're gonna hit the gambling slots here and mm -hmm. think that watch it be my luck, be some bogus person from NXT and oh man. <laughs> you never know. You never yeah. know. No, you're right. You're um, right. I mean, we get some weird numbers, we get some so I now for the woman's side of the house, it's kind of easy. Because there's plenty of numbers, because there are they're going on their seventh Royal Rumble, right? Their seventh Royal Rumble, and Rhea Ripley was number one, and Liv Morgan was number two, a replica of the men's. Okay, and the men's side of the house has only been done one, two, three times. The ones and twos were in the final. And that number two was no other than Vince McMahon, who ousted Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. So, um, but I didn't that just because of that pattern, um, I would say that whoever's number 22 on that list is going to win the Royal Rumble. Well, the women's never had a number 30 win it. 
Nope. But then again, the highest number one was number 28, and that was Becky Lynch. Correct. That was 2019, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. here, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. Let's change that up besides the numbers. You ready? Um, you have Asuka, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. Those are the only three superstars that are seeking to be the first time to win the Royal Rumble for the second right. time. Yeah, I know Bianca has made that already. She made that mention about that. She well, was. She's going to mention that it was a wish that's not going to come true. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Just yet. We're going to have so a lot of future Royal Rumbles for these women. So uh, eventually, we will have a a, a two time winner, but it's not mm-hmm. going to happen this year. Especially, I think honestly, with Nia Jax being in the mix of all this, uh, Bianca and Bianca and and Becky are are going to be ousted out of there. They'll hang in there quite a bit for quite some time, but right. if Nia's on her A game and focused like she's supposed to, like she said she's going to be, I'm sorry. Everybody's going to go flying. Everybody's going to get frequent flyer miles with American Airlines, Delta, Southwest <laughs> Airlines, Spirit Airlines. Everybody's going to go flying everywhere. Who knows? Mm, yeah. Well, hey, check this out. This is, this is hilarious. <laughs> My final four. Are you ready? I have Bailey. I have Bianca Belair. I have Natalia in the final four. Hmm. She's been in the final four, but never gone all the way uh, to win anything. Uh, as a matter of fact, she's always like the out of the final four. She's the one that always leaves for some reason. Um, I don't know why, honestly. I don't know why it's always that way. Last year was real Ripley, Liv Morgan, Asuka, and Nikki Cross. Um, but then again, you know, Shayna Baszler could be a possibility because she's been to the Final Four before. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I know that the Bella Twins were involved as well. Now they're out of the loop. So I would say Natalia is probably one. I'm missing. I'm missing one one superstar, honestly. That I, I can't get I can't figure out. And maybe it is Nia Jax. Nia Jax, Natalia, Bailey, and Bianca Belair. The final four. Okay. But I'm, I'm still I'm, picking Bailey to win it. Right. No, and I and, and I would love to see that. Honestly, I would love mm-hmm. to. If she's gonna be in there, I would love to see her win it. I think she's deserving of that. Of all of her career, what she's mm-hmm. done, how accomplished she has been. Winning right. titles and everything like that, I think she's deserving of it. But for no, me, I say I think Nia Jax. I'm taking Becky Lynch. I think Bianca Belair. But I'm going to go on a wild card here, and I think um, Zoe Starks could be there. I know you mentioned that name before. Yeah, you know, but, but I mean, I, Zoe Stark deserves it. She's been on the top. She's she's flirted her way. She did yeah. lose to Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she did. But but they have different goals, and that right. goal is between her and Shayna Baszler to become tag team champions. Yeah, no, no, I get that. But just to say that you've gone that far into the Royal Rumble and mm-hmm. fall short, because I mean, I would like to, I would like to see what Car Hill is going to do, but we don't know her status. We don't. I mean, gosh, that's and that's just, the best thing. And we don't even know if she's going to participate the Royal right. Rumble. Yeah, yeah. So, and there's a lot of expectations, but how many times have we expected someone and then they were not involved? Yeah, right, right. Um. So yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. We got a couple of weeks away to the Royal Rumble, and we know that Tuesday beforehand we'll be making our prediction. And our show is going to be moved next week on Tuesday, Tuesday nights. Now that the college football playoffs is over and everything else, uh, our show is moving over to Tuesday nights on the CMG podcast and also here on the HHW Show YouTube channel. And, of course, you can always find us on the HHWShow.com for the latest news, updates, fantasies, and everything else, tune in to the Hard Hit and Wrestling Show. Hector, it's been a blast once again. Yes. Uh, but coming up next week, we will have our Fantasy Royal Rumble. And how that works is this. We're going to have, I think if I'm not mistaken, yeah, since 2009, Royal Rumble to the present. All the final fours are listed, 30 names. And out of those 30 names, 
who is the number one? Now, I'm the only one that got the answer. I had three votes, and I wanted more, and that's okay. It didn't happen. but uh, And it's legit. And I'm going to do a big shout-out to SCW Steve, who uh, has his wrestling podcast over there at uh, Canary, Canary Island over there near Italy or Spain, excuse me. And um, it's fun. It's very interesting. And I'll give you a hint. None of our number one picks to win the Royal Rumble in our fantasy is going to win. That is brilliant. So watch out. It's going to happen now. We're not playing video games. We're not doing none of that. But I'm definitely going to put it out there. It's going to be on video, uh, premiered. It's not live. It's just going to show it. Then during our show, we're going to have that discussion and see do we all agree how that works. And, of course, Hector's always going to be disappointed why that person should never been entry number one and stuff like that. So I know I'm going to get it. But stay tuned to the Fantasy Royal Rumble coming up. Uh, sometime this week, just tune into our website, hswshow.com, and uh, we, you'll find out more about who is involved and everything else, and you'll be surprised who is the actual number one superstar to win our Fantasy Royal Rumble of 2024. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I am going to put my name in for the 2025 Royal Rumble. 2025 Royal Rumble. <laughs> You're going to join our truth. All right. That is the truth. All right. All right. Like Once again, I want to say a big shout out to Kyle Robinson. He says, I'm not sure if you remember me, LOL. Of course I remember you, my friend. How do I not remember the guy that I sit next to and we always talking? <laughs> Come on now. All right. And once again, Toby Thomas, thank you for supporting our HEW show uh, podcast. Uh, big shout out to Frank, to everybody at CMG podcast, and everybody else tuning in, supporting our show. Thank you very much. Happy New Year once again. But it's time to get ready for the Royal Rumble. Take care, yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. Hit it. Shut up, bitch!